Welcome to the Only Dream Big podcast, starring your host, Donnie Bedney. Only Dream Big is a podcast where Donnie will share tips and experiences on different topics, such as acquisition entrepreneurship, human capital, and the future of the workforce. He is the president of PSP Metrics and has been in the assessment and human capital management industry for more than 15 years, with the goal of driving change through people. As your guide on Dreaming Big, let's hear from the man himself. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is the Only Dream Big podcast. I'm your host, Donnie Bedney, uh, and we're bringing yet again uh, another guest that I am so excited uh, to, to just listen to and learn from. Uh, Brandon Bryant uh, is coming to us today. Brandon, thank you so much for being a guest on the pod. Appreciate you for having me on. <laughs> So, you know, we like to just hop in and kind of, you know, start digging into things. And, and obviously you and I, you know, uh, have been getting to know each other. And I think that your, your story, um, you know, is very exciting. And, and frankly, you've told uh, uh, various versions of it numerous times, I think, probably at this point. Uh, but one of the things we like to do is kind of like, can you take folks back? I mean, as you think about your role um, and kind of how your life has evolved now, you know, uh, partner at, uh, you know, venture capital firm that's doing some amazing things and investing in a really dope group of people. And I, I, I know we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit today, but even, uh, I'll say, you know, your, your ability to brand and, you know, wall street paper and, and, you know, all the other things that you do. Um, you know, it, can you take us back in your life and you could either take us all the way back to, you know, growing up in you know, Cleveland, Ohio or, or, or anything else. Did you did you did you dream and kind of see yourself in the place that you are today? Then, like, when, when did that kind of you know, formulate for you? Yeah, the quick answer is no, I didn't dream when I like even when I graduated college that I would be someone who you know, would start his own business, would start his own venture capital fund, would be a content creator, would be all these things. Uh, I definitely didn't dream that I would be back home in Cleveland so soon <laughs> as well. Uh, you know, I thought I was going to be coming home, back home in Cleveland like 2030, 2035 or something like that. Sure. But I think if I'm going to like my earliest years, uh, I was never the tallest or never the strongest or the smartest, but I was someone who thought to myself, like, I would always work harder mm. than every single other person. And I was very charismatic. So mm. my work ethic um, and, and my charisma of being personable, playing three sports and never being at home, eat, staying out way past my, uh, my curfew, if you will, sure. just to, like build relationships with people, like those became my skill sets. Mm. Um, and then now today, like when I'm working with my business coach, every two weeks, like we're now putting those out as like, oh, like, so you've always had a growth mindset. You've never mm -hmm. necessarily focused on outputs or results. You've always mm -hmm. focused on inputs and you mm -hmm. believe that your inputs, as long as you're doing them right, will always get results or even exceed your expectations. And you wow. have done that time and time again from when you were in middle school, were you in high school, college, and even professionally now. And wow. so I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Like growth mindset is one of my unique superpowers. And then the other one was relationship building mm -hmm. and how I can actually not only build relationships and stay top of mind, but how do you turn those relationships into 
deals or business opportunities or into like investment partners, right? Like LPs, if you will, for Mm -hmm. folks who would invest in our fund. And so I've been doing this for years and now I'm starting to fine tune, like this is what I'm naturally gifted as. Mm -hmm. And how do I, right now I'm just trying to figure out how do I spend as close as I can to 100% of my time, not being in a zone of excellence, but being in a zone of genius. And Mm. so if I were to say, (laughs) right, right. So my perspective, I've been rambling around in life, just being a personal guy and always just being a hard worker. But over now, like, you know, my 30 plus years on earth, I'm finally understanding what God's the gifts that God has given me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to put myself in a position where I can only focus my time using those gifts mm-hmm. in areas that I know that I'm going to exceed expectations and beat out other people without even potentially putting that crazy amount of effort in. And then, Ooh. you know, those wins, that progress gets you to the place where like, Hey, I'm doing things today that people won't do so that I could do mm-hmm. things tomorrow that people can't yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so my whole life, I've been doing those just two things, mm-hmm. um, whether it be on the basketball court, whether it be in the classroom, like I was always mm-hmm. a guy in the classroom, especially in college. I told you I wasn't the smartest guy, but I was at every office hours because I'm building nice. a relationship with my teacher because they will give me minimum half a grade higher, if not a full grade higher, because, because you're I yep. came yep. to school with a, with a lunch pail and a hard hat on. <laughs> right going to work yeah and no and, and it worked like all the yeah. classes that i was pretty much like c minus in i got a b minus yeah. or a b plus wow. not because of my actual grades in the class not not on merits if you will sure but on time and effort and then that went into that went into uh being a banker that went into being a content creator and then yeah. that's now going into being a vc which is like the most a- a- ambiguous job ever created one is being a, <laughs> kind of being an entrepreneur but it was what, yeah. it, what is even more ambiguous is investing in entrepreneurs <laughs> like mm. <laughs> you can't get you can't get more you just not knowing which way is up or down and which way is right sure. so I, I'll, yeah. I'll stop there because i said quite a few things but um yeah. that's kind of not my life story in a, in a nutshell but just like how i've seen success and yeah. now I'm starting to turn that success into like a, a weapon, like a sword yeah. that I'm sharpening every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, and man, uh, rich, rich, rich way to just jumpstart us, um, <laughs> you know, for this. There's so many directions we could go, um, you know, with that. But, um, you know, it may be something you can unpack a little bit. You know, you, you talked about, you know, focusing on things, not just that you can, you know, do with excellence, but frankly, that you can operate in at a, at a genius level, right? And, and I know one of the things we, you and I talked about in, in previous conversations is my belief that, you know, an individual's superpowers is actually just being more of themselves, right? Which is, which is literally what I, I, but you just oozed out, like in your <laughs> own life, like what that, what that truly is. And so can, can you help folks understand, like, just as they're evaluating their own life, right? And things, you know, how do you differentiate between, you know, the things that you, you have done maybe throughout your career in excellence, but maybe that might be, that may be different than 
what the things that in which you can operate at a genius level? The best way that I can think about this is, is it's really through time and action. Like you can't figure it out in one hour. <laughs> you can't sure. just like sure. for the next sure. 60 sure. minutes, you can't figure <laughs> it out in a year. It really takes time and it takes action. Um, one of my favorite uh, guys that I follow, I'm a big you know, crypto web three guy and the founder <laughs> of Coinbase, Brian Armstrong mm. always talks. He always gives advice at the end of most of his podcasts. People always ask him, what, do you, what advice would you give to people getting into this new technology, this new space where they can find a way to add value? And he said, do anything. <laughs> He's literally like, <laughs> do anything. When you make an action, there's always a reaction. You always get information and create mm -hmm. processes to take in that data to make data-driven decisions, right? Mm -hmm. So I took that on my own self through like college, really. When I went into okay. college, I was pre-med. I took some biology classes, crushed it, hit it out the park, took a chemistry class, got hit right on the chin. I was no longer in pre-med <laughs> well after my first semester. Then I had the idea of like, hey, why don't I get into healthcare administration? Mm -hmm. Business mm -hmm. of healthcare, all right? I don't know if I can go to med school for four plus years afterwards, wanted to be an anesthesiologist, which takes another yeah. like four to six years. I'm like, whew. So why don't I get into business side? Mm -hmm. What happens is I take an economics class while I'm going on that business side and I'm in like macroeconomics and I learned about and then also did micro. And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I've been doing this stuff every day because to pay for my rent while I'm in college, I'm a power seller on eBay. I'm selling like mm -hmm. iPhone. I'm selling Xboxes. I sold my old saxophone. I was selling clothes to just wow. make ends meet. But yeah. I'm taking pictures the right way. I'm copying and pasting and downloading and writing whimsically the captions, right? Yeah. Like I'm writing the information, the descriptions, all these mm -hmm. different things. I'm putting it up mainly around holiday opportunities to catch like not sure. sales, but people who have high intent. These are all things you do in economics. And so I just mm. became so enthralled in mm -hmm. that class and did so mm -hmm. well that they sent yeah. a letter home for me to potentially major in it. Wow. And I left, I left. My mom's like, you got a letter to major in economics? I was like, oh my God, that's weird. I don't know why. And then <laughs> I spent that summer, like I was home for the summer. I spent that summer realizing that why would I ever focus on such a small sliver of business only mm -hmm. in, in, in the medical space where I could do business for anything? Sure. And then after I went back to school and I ended up transferring to Ohio State, I went to business organizations and stuff like that. And I was blown away by the intellect of these young people who yeah. are like working at Goldman Sachs, working at McKinsey, working at all these top firms. Yeah. And that's when I realized, okay, cool. Like I can do this. And what's the hardest thing I can do is become an investment banker, became an investment banker, realized that wasn't for me. And like, I just kept stepping and stepping, got into content creation sure. space, realized yep. there was a ceiling in the content creation space. Yep. And then I realized like marketing and branding and business are really big in venture capital. Sure. And there is no ceiling in venture capital. Once you invest in companies, like they can go on honestly forever. You can just hold those shares. Sure. So like, honestly, for me, I think it takes you to one, um, like be active to have these processes to take in the data and just understand, take inventory. Yep. And then three, it takes discipline to actually mm. change your behavior. Sure. I think I'll, I'll, I'll end on this piece. Like you are, crazy if you think you're going to do the same things and get the same outcomes 
That sure. is the definition of insanity. Absolutely. So for me, I always have this thing. I'd rather be right than consistent. Mm, People okay. want to be consistent for consistent sake. <laughs> and you're consistently taking L's. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather be right and take dubs and be able to kind of change and evolve over time. Yeah. And, you know, partner with people, learn from other folks and, and, mm -hmm. and be a student of the game mm -hmm. and make it further. And I think yeah. humans in general, we don't want to change. Mm -hmm. So I would say be flexible to change, be flexible, be like a ferocious reader and learner. Um, mm -hmm. Take inventory of yourself. So that means like mm -hmm. meditation. That means evaluating yourself. But that also yep. means like listening to what other people think, not necessarily sure. taking that at, at full face value, but taking in information from other folks and understanding where you sit. Yeah. And then that last piece, what were the skill sets and the places where you felt like you were in flow, mm. uh, where it was almost you were created to do these things during yeah. that entire process of those like, you know, one to five years of doing all this stuff in different and you're going to be doing it in different um yeah different places in your life. So mm -hmm. I'd say like those are ways that I personally found um, extremely helpful. And now every time I'm taking on a new challenge, I go right back to that like ground level of like, okay, cool. I am better than no one. I know more than no one. So sure. let me research, let me trial and error, let me reach out to experts and let mm. me be a go-getter and let me like learn from my experience. And let yeah. me continue to build. And a lot of times I just build in public, right? Like sure. that's what a lot of folks do these days. And when you build in public, you start to find like-minded people who help mm. you catapult and like go the fast way or see around corners to get from yeah. A to B. Yeah. Um, so that, that was the other thing, like find your, find your, um, your tribe. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be huge for you. If you don't oh, find man. your tribe, yep. it's going to be crazy. Well, this, this is, this is a, once again, so many, so many nuggets right in there. Um, but I, I'm going to use this time to actually uh, pivot uh, as, as you talked about kind of that last piece, right? And so part of what we talk about always is only dreaming big, but the other aspect is driving change through people, right? Mm -hmm. And you referenced people uh, in, in multiple ways, just at, at, as you closed out that thought, right? You know, one in finding your tribe, you know, but also as you're building in public and, you know, attracting those kind of people, um, I know that 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 you know you and your you and your partners and and the amazing things that you guys are are doing and companies, uh, you know, and entrepreneurs that you guys are backing at Harlem Capital are close, right? Um, but but it appears just as I'm continuing to get to know you that you have a, a, a an amazing or or very interesting circle, um, you know, of people that you have attracted, you know, um, you know, over the years. Um, can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, the importance, um, you know, one from like a, a work perspective of, you know, working with people, not only that uh, you respect, right, that are smart, that are hardworking, I'm sure share values, mm -hmm. um, but, but how critical that has been um, once you made that decision um, to kind of uh, choose the people, if you will, mm -hmm. that you get to go to war with, as opposed to simply kind of you know, going the IB route where I'm, I'm sure, you know, in a lot of traditional career paths, you know, you don't necessarily get to choose the people that, you know, you get to work with or, or for or build with, but now you're in a unique position, both on the investor side 
and with your partners to kind of select the people you work with and or invest with and grow with? There, it, there, <laughs> there's a lot to say here. There's a lot to yep. say. Um, I'll set the the foundation uh, just like a little bit more about my background for folks. Uh, so from Cleveland, uh, went to Ohio State for school, study economics, did investment banking for a while. Um, actually, while I was in college, I met my business partners for Harlem Capital and we interned together and then we worked full time together mm. in investment banking. Um, we had this crazy idea to invest in our community uh, when we lived in Harlem and were roommates. We invested in small business and real estate with personal capital. And then that led us to technology and realizing that that's where generational wealth was going to be created and that people of color and women were really not taking um, participating in that space at all. Like we were getting 4% of the capital that goes into this innovative space, even though that people of color and women represent 70 plus percent of the population growing to be 80 plus percent by 2040. So we said, wow, like this is a big, hairy, audacious goal that we could mm-hmm. potentially spend our entire lives working on and we could do good and wow. do well at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, there was two, two things there um, that really helped us. And so we did six deals with our personal capital mm-hmm. and then we rolled that into our first fund, uh, which mm-hmm. was a $40 million fund. And we had some, some great investors alongside of us. But what we learned during that process, it took us 18 months to raise 40 million. And then for our fund two, which is 134 million, it only took us six months to fundraise, <laughs> right? And so to your point, like there's people, like how do you treat people and how do you work with people and build relationships are the, the answer to why it took 18 months for the first time and why it takes six mm. months to 3X the yeah. fund and why maybe we'll double the fund or 3X it again and it might take even shorter in the future. Sure. And so I think number one, um, when you work on something like that has an actual mission other than making money, we always say internally mission opens up doors that money can't. Right. Mm. Like, so like when you're working on a mission and you're doing it, I think at such a high level publicly, Mm. you by nature track other people who, who think like you. And that's actually Mm. the whole purpose of fundraising uh, or not purpose of fundraising, but how do you win fundraising or how do you win business? Mm-hmm. Is finding people who already believe in what you believe in, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's how you find great teammates. That's yeah. how you find great business partners or uh, great, great people you can do business with. Sure. Um, and that's how you find uh, folks who want to invest in the things that you want to do. You don't necessarily um, try to help them believe what you believe. They sure. already believe it, and you're just telling yeah. them that you're the best person to help them execute that, right? Sure. Now, on the other side, I think of like building relationships and being with people is you also have to be like a great individual yourself. Right. And I'm a big Jim Rohn guy, Jim Rohn, who was Mm. the uh, mentor to Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. And my favorite quote from him was work harder on yourself than you do in your job. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I think to ever be able to build strong relationships or to attract these like very high level thinking, high executing people, you have to be one yourself, <laughs> no <doubt. laughs> right? And so many people find their self-worth, myself was included before, in work, mm. where you worked at, your job, et cetera. And my opinion is once you start to like 
be like the best person you can be. So like the best brother, I'm trying to be the best uncle, the best boyfriend, the best dog dad, right? Like I'm trying to be the best <laughs> listener in my group of friends. I'm trying to be the best storyteller, the best this, the best that. You start sure. to do your life that way, but then every time you work on something professional, it's also excellent. Mm -hmm. And I think, in my opinion, most people just want to be around people who are excellent. Most mm -hmm. people want to work with people who are excellent. Most people want to spend their lives and all their time with mm -hmm. people who are just really good at what they do uh, because they hope one day that they can do that same thing. Sure. And so what I've tried to do and what we try to do at our team is build that internal mantra through our values of like, one of our values is process is religion. One of our values is over communication. Like we have people who are black, Latinx, Asian, uh, we have women, we have LGBTQ all on our team who actually speak about their cultural differences. You will never do that in investment banking. You would never do that in any other firm, right? <laughs> so like we have a very flat firm, but even we do that externally. Right, yeah. like we we promote and talk about those things. So I think we've attracted great founders, great employees, and great investors mm -hmm. through actually sharpening ourselves first, mm. and then putting our community even before at times like making money for everybody. Yeah, and we think to ourselves like if we can actually put our community first and build that community, mm. then we have the opportunity to participate in the larger pie of whatever yeah. that means from a financial standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, man, so, so good. Um, it, that piece about, you know, not only continuing to sharpen yourself, right, and, and the importance of, you know, focus. I, you know, one of the things that I kind of heard from you at this point is just, it's almost like a character thing, right? And And I define character personally as, keeping the promises that you make to yourself right and that's Big. actually but correction so it's like care slash integrity right um and and that's huge and you hitting on that but then also that focus on mission and understanding that with with focusing on that and the impact that you're going to have you know outside of yourself that that will then kind of open up doors um that's it's just so powerful so powerful man um we will have to have you back because yes. I, 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 so many things I wanted to unpack today, uh, but no, you know, know the time is not on our side today. And so, um, just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for you know spending a little bit of time with us, unpacking some aspects of how you've been able to continue to, you know, dream and and achieve. Um, you know, and, and move along. And so just so grateful for you being a guest on the pod. Um, really, really appreciate you. And, and, and we'll figure that out. We will be watching, um, you know, you and where can folks find you, you know, before, before we get off, where can folks follow you? Where can they find you, uh, et cetera? Yeah. If you're on you know, Instagram or Twitter, or any of those things, you can follow me personally at wall street paper. Uh, that's my handle. Or you can follow our firm. Our handle is Harlem Capital on all social media platforms. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to just say, like if, I, if I'm leaving with some points, I think the number one point was definitely work harder on yourself than you do on your job. I think that will hit hopefully hard for a lot of folks. But I think mm -hmm. the second thing is, you know, understand your big, hairy, audacious goal. Like what is mm. the big thing that you want to be remembered for or that you want to do when it's all said and done? 
And like, for example, mine's, I want to just own the calves. You know, I mm. want to be the guy <laughs> who crushes it in Cleveland so much so that the city believes that I should be one of the owners of the Cavaliers. Nice. Um, but there's so many things that goes to that, right? Like it's such a big hair that you could potentially be scared and yeah. there's no linear way to get there. Mm -hmm. But imagine the type of person you'll become trying to get yeah. there, right? Mm -hmm. There's a big Jim Rohn. He's like, don't become a millionaire just to become a millionaire. Become a millionaire because of the person you'll become on that journey. Wow. And so yeah. those two things of like, you know, work hard on yourself and you do your job. And have this big hairy audacious goal that is obviously bigger than you. You'll obviously have to give so much more value mm -hmm. than you're giving right now to get to there. Like, imagine that type of person that you'll become. And if you are on that yeah. pathway, I usually say you'll never worry about any type of like earning power because it's going to be sure. there. That's the that's yeah. at least your worries is earning power <laughs> when you're going that route, right? Like the other stuff, you're no like, doubt. man, like I just really believe in this mission, and mm -hmm. I think that's when people get into that place and they really believe in a mission, they start finding their zone of genius. Watch out. They're huge. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> it, it's, it's time to, uh, to level up. And I think uh, in the last piece, and I think that you, Donnie, are working in that. Like, I feel like you're one of those folks <laughs> who really embody that type of um, thought leadership or that type of discipline. I've been seeing you on social. Like, I was like, yo, I really need to work out because this guy is – Hit me with these. <laughs> so I want to want to say thank you for having me on, and uh, just wanted to make those few points before I before I left. Strong, strong close, man. I I will not belabor the point. You know, really appreciate you all. Hey, this has been the Only Dream Pig Podcast, and we'll see you all next week. Peace.